This week's episode is brought to you by Pacifica. Pacifica has a new mascara. Their mascara is called Activist Volume and Curl Mascara. I love the color of this mascara. It's ombre, purple color, volume and curl mascara. Those are the two things that people always look for in a lash is, is it giving me volume and is it going to curl my lashes? Beauty activist since 1996, Pacifica is always rethinking, challenging, and breaking down beauty boundaries. Their core value is compassion for the planet, animals, and you. They believe in clean, vegan, cruelty-free should be the standard, and that the quality, innovative, and effective formula should be available at an accessible price point. With the launch of Activist Volume and Curl Mascara, they are committing to continue to support the ACLU by using their voice to reach and educate and inspire the next generation of activists. The ACLU fearlessly works to defend and preserve the individual rights and liberties guaranteed to all people in the U.S., by the Constitution and laws of the United States. Okay, Pacifica, love that you are using your platform and your audience to spread this message. So in this packaging, they explain how to use the mascara. Step one, hold the wand with the curved side up to coat the lashes from root to tip. Step two, hold the wand with the curved side down to hug the lashes and pull straight up to curl. The before and after on these photos with using this mascara looks so natural. There is a difference. I'm always curious how mascaras really work, if they're going to deliver, and also the shape of the brush. This one has a little bend to it. It contours the lashes to lift and add volume and curl from the root to the tip and is designed to load up the lashes for maximum volume. So head over to Pacifica because this mascara makes your lashes stand out and lashes that make an impact, we want that. Thank you Pacifica for sponsoring today's episode. Now let's go ahead and dive into our episode. social butterfly podcast we are here to inspire dreams and help you spread your wings to fly baby girl it's okay to be shy but now it's time to kiss fear goodbye hey everyone welcome back to anti-social butterfly podcast i am your host lizzie correa thank you for being here this week if you are an anti-social butterfly that has been following me, please comment a butterfly in the comments below. I love to meet and see who are my returning listeners. And also while you're at it, please hit subscribe, like, share the podcast. It always helps me to spread the message and to also grow the community. So guys, this episode is a little trigger warning for some. I'm going to be sharing some sad news and i know with that that could come with certain emotions for people but i really want to share with you guys not just the good but also the lows the sad parts of my life which is of course really hard for me to do because the foundation of this podcast for me is all about positivity and motivation and you know 
the reality is life is not like that. Life is not always positive. It's not always colors and rainbows. There is storms. There is darkness. And here we are. Here we are going through a season um, of pain and sadness. So I just wanted to forewarn you guys if you know you're going through something similar or just going through something at all maybe you might want to skip this episode i don't even have the proper ways or words to say it other than just getting right into it yesterday we had to put down our 13 year old pitbull his name was mj and uh it was uh obviously very hard i've gone through losing a pet before and it's not ever easy it doesn't become easier i think it actually is a little harder because you're you're knowing what you're going to see and my baby boy mj was not doing so great he had a fast decline and i always struggle with accepting when it's time my baby boy was not doing so great. He was not eating. He was not moving around as much. He really was just sleeping. I could tell he was in a lot of pain. And I, I don't like to see my babies in pain. I never want to see that. And so Freddie and I really had to make that decision to take him in so he wouldn't be in pain anymore. And for anybody out there who's gone through losing a pet... <laughs> It's, for me, it's almost like losing a loved one, a human, just as painful. You know, life obviously goes on and the people around you, they are saying sorry and people may think it's not as painful as losing a family member or a loved one or a friend, but it is. It is for me. It hurts. It, it, I carry... I miss him, <laughs> but I know he's not in pain anymore, and that's the only thing that, um, you know, helps me, helps me go through minute by minute now that I don't have him here, and I was there until the very end. I don't know if any beautiful antisocial butterflies have gone through the horrible experience of putting their dog down, but it is... One of the most hardest things in my life that I've gone through when I first lost one of my first babies, my baby girl Tootsie, she was about eight years old when she passed away. I didn't have the strength to be in the room when they did it. It was, it was really hard for me. And looking back, I did regret not being in the room with her until her last breath. <laughs> And I promised myself that thereafter I was going to always be in the room until the very end. And I have been when Ozzy, my other baby boy, when he passed away, when Chico passed away, I was in the room. It's, I know some people can't be in there and it's okay. Everyone is different, but for me, I had to be in there and for my baby MJ who just recently passed away, I was also in the very room until he had his last breath. <laughs> and it's hard to know, like, when 
is a time when is the proper time to have them cross over the rainbow bridge as they say luckily there's amazing content and videos out there that help you and give you tips and advice of what to look for to help you figure out and determine when is the proper time when your doggy is older and not feeling so great and something's going on i watched a couple videos yesterday to put it in perspective for me and i knew it was time it's this one video told me it's not the quantity how many years how many days your doggy has it's about the quality of their life and his quality of life was not great but he's not in pain no more and i don't have to see him in pain anymore gave us 13 beautiful years i love the story of how he came into our lives as most of you may know i grew up in reno nevada i lived there up to i was 25 and that's where i met little mj he came to our lives back in 2009 i know the year to the day because michael jackson passed away that year freddie is a huge michael jackson fan i was going to walmart so we had three babies already at that time and i was going to buy food as i'm putting the grocery bags in the car this couple they looked homeless they approach me and they say ma'am would you like a free dog? They're already handing him over to me. I look at his face and I immediately fell in love with him. And I also was very protective of, I don't know what inside of me was already like a motherly protection. I don't know what it came over me, but I immediately said yes. And I wanted to save him from this couple. I was a little bit taken aback that they were just handing him over for free. And I'm like, for free? Like, what's wrong with him like why why for free and they said that they were already selling for a, quite a while other doggies and so they just wanted to get rid of him and i took him guys i took him home and i called freddie and i'm like okay babe well there is something i need to tell you i got something else that was not on the grocery list so that's all i told him i didn't say nothing more i get home and to his surprise, I come with a puppy. He was about two months old and he was so cute and so small. Freddie immediately grabbed him, hugged him. And from there, we called him MJ after Michael Jackson. And he only liked me and Freddie. We would bring other people around, but he was always very scared, very scared of other people. I really think that he was traumatized as a puppy. I don't know what the hell this couple did to him. We thought that he would get over that fear of people because, of course, me and Freddie love doggies. We love them like they are our children. But he never got over that. He didn't like, not that he didn't like, he was just really scared of people. People would approach him and he would just run away or put his tail between his legs. But that was my baby MJ. And we loved him and we loved him till the very, very, very last day. And it's just crazy to accept that he's not here anymore <laughs> and there's not a good time to ever ever lose someone no one can tell you how to grieve or make you feel like you shouldn't be sad especially because it's a pet only you know the relationship you had with that pet so you grieve how you want to grieve be sad 
you love this thing. It was in your life for so long. And now it's not. So how can you get over it right away? How can you not go through the emotions? You have to. So if anything of a positive or anything to learn from this is that you have the you have to take back that power and don't let anyone make you feel like you should not be sad and it's just a dog don't let don't let anyone tell you that if anything if someone is telling you that they are not a good friend i mean they're he was my baby more than just my best friend you know they say dogs are humans best friends well Yes, they are, but they're a little more to me. I don't have kids, so of course my dogs are my children. Take the time you need always. Surround yourself with people that maybe had a relationship with that dog. Or just surround yourself with people who get it. I love you, MJ. I'll be okay, guys. I will be okay. I just have to, you know, go through this healing period and... I don't know whether it's a good or bad thing that Skankfest is literally today. I felt sort of guilty going to the festival when I just put my baby down yesterday. When I was thinking it over, I felt like maybe it is a blessing in disguise so that I can distract myself for a little bit and not just be curled up in my sadness and not just be curled up in bed crying and crying and crying. I know I have to deal with my feelings and emotions, of course, after Skankfest, but at least it can put a little bandage or distract my mind for a little bit. And I know my baby MJ would not want me to be sad and depressed. I want to celebrate his life. I want to think about the beautiful times that he brought us because he did he brought us amazing joy and happiness for 13 years so take your time guys if you're going through something like this or even a loss of a family member friend no one can tell you to get over it no one can tell you the time that you should get over it you'll need to go through it yourself and just again find those people that get it that love you unconditionally that you can share stories with your puppy you can share stories share your anger share your sadness even the happy memories but do it thank you guys for allowing me to share this story this hard part in my life it's just been a crazy few weeks love you guys thank you so much for all the support and love as always i'll be back next week with a new episode thank you guys Love ya. See you guys next week.